You're listening to Radio Influence. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Stand by for the MJ Morning Show. It's the MJ Morning Show podcast, episode number 10. Hey, it's MJ, Todd Schnitt, along with Fester. Some surprise guests coming up later on in the episode. No Froggy today. Froggy's traveling, and he's at some shelving trade show. Where the hell is he? Like Indianapolis? It's in Indianapolis, yes. It's the Mid-America Shelving Expo. And uh, he's there with his industrial shelves trying to sell fixtures to Amish people. I have no idea what the hell he's doing. Listen, don't make fun of Froggy. The company that he took over from his father-in-law, last year they sold like 12 or $14 million in shelves. I mean, he's got a really serious... He's making a whole lot more than he made when he was doing radio. Well, I think somebody working at McDonald's, a double shift, would make more than Froggy <laughs> was making in radio. But he's uh, he's got quite the little business enterprise going, and he had to go to the convention. I said to you, hey, see if Froggy will let us call him during this podcast episode and what did he say? He won't pick up the phone? Oh, come on, man. Can't you can't you jerks do one show without bothering me? And I was like, listen, we're just going to give you a quick call just to check in, say, hey, how you doing? He's like, don't even call me at all. And I was like, all right, well, we'll probably call you. couple of pieces of business. The MJ Morning Show podcast hotline is open. We have a phone line for voicemail and texts. You can use it 24-7 whenever you want to call the MJ Morning Show podcast hotline. It is 813-467-6290. 813-467-6290. Or the phone number's on my Twitter Thing. If you just go to at Todd Schnitt on Twitter, it's uh, I couldn't think of the profile. There it's you on, go. It's on your it's, profile. It, it, thank you. It's on my Twitter. I couldn't think of the damn word. It's on my Twitter profile. So the MJ Podcast Hotline eight one three four six seven sixty two ninety, or you can go to at Todd Schnitt or mjmorningshow.com. And, of course, that website has all the information for all of the episodes, and hopefully you've listened to all 10 at this point. But on the hotline, you can text us anything if you're listening, and we jar some memory if you have any requests, any comments. So any old bits, old phone calls, again, I have a hard drive with like two terabytes of most of our material going back a long time. It's just going to take a long time for me to catalog this, but any comments, questions, anything you'd like answered on a future podcast, go ahead and either text us or leave a voicemail message. Now, do you have an actual phone? Did you make this number to an actual cell phone? Yes, I have this number to an actual cell phone. Now, does it stay in your pocket like you're sitting there doing your schnitt show or driving the kids to soccer practice and And it's like just listeners of the podcast sending you texts throughout the day, and you can reply back to the text. So if, if anybody, if, I, yes. So if you get a, if you text us at the new MJ Morning Show podcast, wow, that's a lot of words. MJ Morning Show podcast hotline. If you te- if you get a reply, that's actually you. 
I could call you back. I could answer it. I I could certainly call text you back. you back. I'll call you back I'll call, after sushi. I'll call, you, I'll call you back. We didn't farm this out to the Philippines or something. You know, listen, if, if you get a reply back from the MJ Morning Show podcast hotline, it's actually MJ, not some call center in the middle of Manila. Some other MJ Morning Show podcast news. Billboards went up this week. So this podcast is going to drop on Tuesday, February 11th. This is episode 10, Tuesday, February 11th, 2020. And our billboards went up on Monday night or Monday morning at midnight. So we've got a, a billboard run, and it's a great-looking billboard. It just has the MJ Morning Show logo. It says, MJ, Fester, and Froggy are back. And then, of course, the website, mjmorningshow.com, on these huge, you know, 40-foot billboards. We bought digital billboards. We've got, like, six of these things, I-4, a couple on 275, I-75, we've got uh, Dale Mabry and Waters, I believe, and then Brandon out near Kings on State Road 60 or, or Brandon Boulevard. And we're just trying to get the word out. But nothing beats you, the MJ Morning Show podcast listener, spreading this on social media. Talk about this on your Twitter feed, Instagram, Facebook, obviously, and, of course, Tell everyone you know that the MJ Morning Show podcast is on and we are back. It is our goal to make this the coronavirus of podcasts, right? You're making coronavirus jokes? If it, if this podcast could spread that efficiently, you betcha. Hey, speaking of the coronavirus, I was going to bring this up later, but I'll do it now. Did you see that there's some porno website that's trying to capitalize on the coronavirus? You know, I don't even want to mention the website I don't want to give them the plug, but seriously. They have plenty of plugs at that site. Don't worry. <laughs> There's an adult website. You know about the cruise ship that is moored off of Yokohama, Japan, right? Yeah, another 80 people, I think, this morning were diagnosed with this terrible virus. Yeah, as of our recording on Monday night for uh, release on Tuesday morning, I think there were 65 or 66 more people that were diagnosed. There are like 24 Americans on this ship. It's the Princess Cruise Line. It's called the Diamond Princess. There are about 3,700 crew and passengers. And you've got a, a portal website that is offering free access to all of the crew and all of the passengers and I'm like, really? We got this viral outbreak with this coronavirus, and you're going to try to jump on this for free publicity and try to offer free logins to your porno site to those that are trapped and quarantined on this ship? I don't want to mention the name of the website. I don't know. You put me on a cruise ship for like three weeks with a bunch of sick, dying people. Eh, I'll take your free login. Hey, moving along here, I had probably 35, 40 people send me the link did you see the stripper that fell off the stripper pole at a Texas nightclub? Oh, my God. I'm reading this from TMZ. A stripper in Texas proved that she's got nerves of steel, fantastic muscle memory, hopping right back into a twerking routine after taking a 15-foot fall off a pole. Why the hell is this pole that high? And who would go that high? 15 feet off the ground. I mean, it looks like it's like 40 feet off the ground, but I guess it's only 15 feet. Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> the girl's name is Jenea Sky, and she hurt herself. It happened this past weekend, 
at a gentleman's club in Texas. She does like a backflip and just thuds onto the stage off this stripper pole. On the floor, she just starts doing some dance moves, but you know she's like hurt. You got to give her credit for slamming into the floor, but then continuing to do her thing. She's going to be employee of the month. I mean... It's not even the middle of the month, and she, she already has won the award. She's employee of the year. She gets the best artist. Oh, my God! I mean, that, that's just, did you hear the thud? What song were they playing? Pour some sugar on me, Def Leppard. I, 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 I don't know. I, like, froze in the video, like, three times because it's so insane. I mean, oh! And you can hear somebody just goes, oh! When she hits the ground, she got injured. In fact, let me see if I can bring this up. She's got... A video that she shot and posted on her Instagram. So she fell on her face. Ooh. She busted teeth. Uh, she might need plastic surgery, dental work. Oh, she claims that she fractured her jaw, sprained her ankle. You got to hear this. So she shot this video and she posted it on her Instagram feed. This is Jenea, the stripper from Texas that fell off the pole. Um, so I didn't want to have to do this. Um, originally, I didn't plan on posting about this situation at all. Um, but obviously, the video has gone viral, and I'm getting... Damn right. Enough. Hey, Jenea, 40 people sent me this thing. Some of her teeth are chipped out of her mouth, so... A lot of messages asking me if I'm okay and, like, all this stuff, so I decided I'd update everybody and let everyone know what's going on. Um, I pretty much broke my jaw, and I have to have surgery on it tomorrow. I, um, broke some teeth, and I got a sprained ankle, but aside from... And I got some stitches, but... Aside from that, like, I'm good. I, I have no <laughs> broken limbs. I walked away myself. She twerked away. I got up right after it happened. Uh, you did. I mean, she was still doing, like, like a sexy, twerky ground crawl. And I don't know how the hell she did it, because, man, she hit with a thud. Out comes a rancher and said, young lady, here's a dollar. And... Uh, I'm just really overwhelmed by all the messages and everything. And I'm so thankful, though, for all the positive messages I've been getting and all the love. And it really means a lot. So that's why I decided to post this video just to say thank you. And I had no idea that there were such occupational hazards. I don't think I've ever seen a stripper pole that high. And I don't really frequent a lot of strip clubs, but I saw the J-Lo movie. I saw Hustlers. Hustlers? I don't th- yeah. yeah. I, I don't think the pole was that high. To just be alive, you know, I'm really thankful for that. Listen. And that's just what's most important to me at this very moment is that I have my life. And that- that's a good thing. That when is she going to your- say two for one lap dances next Friday when I'm back? Well, hold on. She actually has a GoFundMe account to help fix her jaw <laughs> oh, and her God. teeth. Hold on. Uh, even with my injury to my face, it still could have been a lot worse. So Damn right. Thank you, guys. Um, I really appreciate it. and I didn't want to cry, but I can't make this video without crying. Yeah. So... Um, I just ask that, you know, if if I don't respond to you right away, like if I know you personally, just please don't take that offensively right now. It's just my phone's going crazy and it's just a lot. Anyway, let's give out her GoFundMe information. As of this recording on Monday night, I'm looking at the TMZ website. So let me click on her GoFundMe and 
Let's see where she is. Holy crap. She's at, this is as of recording Monday night, February 10th. She's at $23,697 on a $20,000 goal. So right now, Fester, she's $3,697 above what the goal is. She's probably going to end up with like three hundred grand. All right, so at like $50 a lap dance. I don't know what a lap dance goes for, Fester. I'm sorry. I mean, you figure a, a place that has a... 30-foot pole, it'd be pretty pricey. Hey, something strange happened to me. Oh, and a big surprise coming up. We've got a big surprise, a special guest. And, well, actually, two special guests. One live in studio here, and then one on the phone just because of geography. A special, we're going to revisit one of the greatest moments of the MJ Morning Show ever. So that's coming up in just a bit. So I'm walking to the studio yesterday, Fester. And I'm heading to the Schnitt Show. I am on the street. I'm getting ready to walk into the studio. And a guy walks past me on the sidewalk. And there are other people walking by. And the guy says, clearly, I don't want to live. All right, that kind of freaked me out. Guy's walking by. He's not on the phone. And he's, like, looking down. And he says, I don't want to live. He was dressed fairly well. He didn't look like he was some kind of a, you know, a freako. I mean, he just looked like a, a fairly normal guy in his, I would say, mid to late 20s. And I had to process this thing for just a second to really kind of get a feel. What did he just say? I don't want to live. So what do I do? Do I just keep walking or do I make sure the guy's like not suicidal and he's about to kill himself? About five seconds go by, and I'm going one way. He's going the opposite direction. I turn around, and I kind of you know jog back to him, and I'm like, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but are you okay? I just heard you say, and then he just kept walking. It would not acknowledge me, and I wasn't going to like grab him or anything, but what do I do? Are you sure he didn't say something like, I don't want to live in this city anymore? And you just no. heard like a fraction of his sentence? No. He said, I don't want to live. And it was in an emphatic delivery that it was clear. I didn't miss any other parts of the sentence where he was going to say something else. Like, I don't want to live without you. Like he was yeah. on the phone with a girlfriend. No, 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 no. Like for example, so that, I don't want to live without mint chocolate chip ice cream. I mean, that's no, just it was, a role. It was nothing like that. But it was it was strange. And then... I felt a little guilty if I didn't go back, and then if the guy like threw himself in front of a bus or in front of traffic, I'd feel really bad. So I said, you know what, I got to go back and say, hey, are you okay? And then he just ignores me and just keeps on walking. But I did what I could do. I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. You've done the bare minimum that a compassionate human would have done. Congratulations. I mean, I thought it was just a little odd. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yeah, just walking down the street. I don't want to live. I usually keep that. Private. Look at the stack right here. Coming up, I'm going to go through the MJ Morning Show podcast mailbag. We'll get to that in just a bit. But first, what do you say we go back in time? A blast from the past. We're going to bring two of the greatest interns that the MJ Morning Show ever had on the air. Let's say hello to Kristen Powell. Kristen, you look exactly the same to me, Kristen. Thank you so much for saying that. I'm, it is I'm just so... about 100 pounds heavier, but whatever. No, you're not. Kristen, how old are you now? 40. What the? What? Yeah, I was 20, 23 when I was interning with you. 
You're 40 years old? 40. Son of a... Really? <laughs> and oh she's she's married. God. She has a beautiful little baby girl. She's, she's got everything going yeah. on. Well, guess what? Chloe is 18. That is just crazy to me. She is finishing high school here in the spring. She uh, has com- was recruited and committed. She's going to be playing Division One NCAA soccer at a major university. Can you believe that? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember when Ugh. she was itty-bitty and you were putting her on a corpse lap back in the oh, day. Oh, the corpse. Yeah. Oh, the corpse lap. <laughs> That's the, you know, I tweeted that or I put that on Instagram or I, t- I retweeted that out. Not long ago. And that thing's floating around the internet. Is it People, really? <laughs> yeah. That, that thing floats around and it comes up from time to time with crazy captions. I'm like, oh my God, that's Chloe. And, uh, well, Fester, you were there that day. I had to bring the corpse that's in right. from the car. <laughs> Remember, uh, Michelle was working at the state attorney's office. We shared a nanny with good friends of ours at the time, Beth and Lanny Davis. I have no idea where they are these days, but we shared a nanny, so we split the nanny cost. The nanny actually watched the kids, their daughter and our daughter, Chloe, at their house. And I'm like, oh, man, we got to put Chloe. I don't know how it came up, but we got to put Chloe in the lap of the corpse. We rented the corpse, and we had to bring it back like, or send it back that evening, so we had to bring the corpse to Chloe which meant we had to bring it into the nanny's house. The well, that was the bit. We f- somehow, I don't know whether it was Joey B, but we found this company that rented like skeletons and corpses. And these were props. These were not real corpses. We rented like granny skeleton corpse. She had like a blue dress on and then jewelry. It was the craziest looking thing. We prop up the corpse skeleton on the couch and put Chloe in the lap of the corpse. And Chloe at like what? A year and a half old and maybe two years is crying her eyes out. Poor baby. We scarred the kid forever. The corpse company MJ was out on the west coast and it would rent dead mannequins to like TV shows. <laughs> like if you see a dead body on CSI, oh, that's not man. somebody in makeup. That's somebody from this company. And they would rent them and no give them back. No kidding. And we got our hands on one for three days. Yeah, yeah they sent us one for three days. And <laughs> three days. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll dig up my old tweet and I'll I'll go ahead and retweet it so it's near the top of my, my Twitter feed, at Todd Schnitt. At T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T, at Todd Schnitt on Twitter, if you want to see this classic. And I'll also put it on my Instagram. My Instagram feed is at Certified Todd Schnitt, at Certified Todd Schnitt. Give me a follow on both, on Twitter and on Instagram. So what jackass has regular Todd Schnitt? Just like plain old Todd Schnitt on Instagram. You know what? On Instagram, I think... Are you getting squatted? You know, I think I took that a long time ago, and I can't figure out. Oh, come on! I think I actually took it. And for those that don't know, I went by MJ. I mean, ninety percent of this audience knows, but or ninety nine percent of the audience, I was MJ, the MJ Morning Show, and my real name though is Todd Schnitt. So that's uh, the MJ slash Todd Schnitt explanation. Yeah, I think I do actually have Instagram at Todd Schnitt. I just I can't figure out how to log in or how to use. <laughs> So I had to come up with something else, so that's where Certified Todd Schnitt came from. What's the longest word I could think of to put in front of my real name? (laughs) Certified. (laughs) Maybe not the best, but that's what I I came up with. Kristen, we've got to get LaMosa on the phone. 
Kristen and Lamosa were two phenomenal interns on the MJ Morning Show that were behind the amazingly famous American Idol scam. Folks, we were the first to really pull a number on American Idol with a completely fake audition and then get all of that airtime. Let's get Lamosa on the phone. <laughs> Hello? Is this the one and only Lamosa? It is. Hey, MJ. Where do you live now, Lamosa? So I live in Maryland in the uh, D.C. metropolitan area. I'm here in the cold. Well, guess who else we have, Lamosa? Say hi to your old pal, Kristen, who's in studio. Kristen! Lamosi! <laughs> What's going on, girl? Oh, I miss you so, so much. I miss you, too. I miss you, too. Oh, my God, now, this is great. Remind me, and we're going to get into the whole American Idol story. We've had many uh, people request, you know, what actually happened. We scammed Ryan Seacrest, the judges. You made it on television. You know, I ran into Ryan Seacrest, Fester, about three years ago, and I brought this up, and he remembered the whole deal because, of course, he remembered the MJ Morning Show because he was like an Atlanta radio guy before he got the uh, Super job fame. on America. Yeah, exactly. Well, with the first season of American Idol, nobody scammed him because nobody knew what to expect. After we saw the first season, you were on season two, Kristen, so we were the first one in there. And was it season, season two or season three? I think... I thought it was season two, but I think it's season three. I think it's season two. It was when Fantasia won. Hold on. Is, is that the year? I, for whatever reason, I think it was season three, but we can look that up quickly. Lamosa, what years were you an intern on the MJ Morning Show? I want to say it was like 1999 to maybe 2001. No, that doesn't make no, sense. Nope, it was definitely later. American Idol. Yeah, it was 2002. 2003 was American Idol. Let's play the audio here. Let's listen to what happened on American Idol. This is the way it aired. And then we can go back and talk about the logistics on how we pulled this off. You know, you guys went to the audition. You then were called. I remember you were called back. You like auditioned for like, like five different producer groups. It was crazy. This is the final broadcast. Folks, this made it to air season three, Fox Television, American Idol. Remember, American Idol was still on fire. This show was pulling like 30 million viewers a week back then. Network TV shows like ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox, they're lucky to pull like seven, eight, nine million. They're, they're happy with that. This American Idol episode, I think there were probably 30 million viewers. This is the way it God. went down. Kristen Powell wanted fame, and she wanted it bad. Hi. Hello. Whoa. Well, I am going to perform. You are ready, huh? Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I'm very ready. You just stripped off now, your why pants. Is, okay, why did you just strip off your uh, sweats? I'm going to do a song from Flashdance. Well, that makes sense, then. Makes sense. You got the leg warmers on, you ready to go? I am ready to go, and I've lost 80 pounds, and I'm ready to... You can start whenever you're ready. Right. Oh, man, that's hysterical. I lost 80 pounds. <laughs> you know, after the fact, you know what it would have been funnier? If you said you lost, like, 220 pounds. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's roll the rest. <clears throat> what a feeling. Fans believing. I can't have it all now. I'm dancing for my life. <laughs> Take your passion, make it happen, 
Pictures come alive, now you can dance right through your life. Before I play the rest with the judge's comment, you walk in there, you got the leg warmers on, you you what you pulled your sweats off, right? Didn't you have I had tear away running pants that you, you, yeah, snapped down the side and so I had them just like a couple snaps ready to go and actually before I got out there I started taking them off and the and the one of the producers backstage said no 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 tear it off when you walk out there I'm like okay oh, oh so you weren't planning that the producer actually that's great like now here come the judges and the judges, because these are the original judges. It's Simon Cowell, it's Randy Jackson, it's Paula Abdul, and... That was not serious. <laughs> Look me in the eye and tell me that was serious. I swear to you that is serious. Swear on your life. I swear on my life, and I never <laughs> swear on my life. That was serious. Honest, honest to goodness. Oh, God, I wish you hadn't said that. Wow. Was it that bad? Oh, God. It's terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just, I realize that maybe I'm not that perfect person, but you look at some people that are out there and you, you put synthesizers in and drown them out with music and you pay them a ton. Take me, put synthesizers in me, give me a choreographer, no, give me a trainer, I will be out there. With you. It's not going to work. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I'm sorry. You ain't got it. It's all right. This just I mean, I lost 80 pounds to game. That is that's great. Really that's great. great. No, okay. that's the worst mistake. I love you, Paul. And oh, you guys I love have respect, but this is honestly probably one of the biggest mistakes. I love you, Paula. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. All right, let's listen. Because then the famous scenes where the people walk out from the audition and they, they hold up their, what, golden ticket that they've, they've made it, they're going through, uh, or... <laughs> The rejection. So, Chris, that you come out of the doors. Now, what city, I forgot, what city did you audition in? Atlanta. Atlanta. That was, yep. that was Atlanta? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, was it at a hotel? Where were you? It was at the Superdome out there. We at s- the Georgia Dome. The Georgia oh, Georgia Dome. Dome. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we slept on the cement for, yep. what, three days, two days? Kristen, that actual <laughs> video that they shot of you auditioning, that was inside the Georgia Dome? Or was that a callback? Because weren't you guys on. called back? The fin- that, that was the final Oh, no, visit. you're right. You know what? You are absolutely right, right MJ. Hold, it was that right, hotel. Right, hold on. Hold on for a second. Let me finish. So they reject you, and then you walk out. And was Ryan Seacrest also outside the doors as you came out? I cannot recall. I was all, all right, hyped hold, up. <laughs> let me let me roll, and then you'll hear Lamosa, and Lamosa <laughs> plays the part perfectly oh, as Kristen's friend awaiting the news that she's going through to to Hollywood, and here it is. What? I didn't make it. They're out of their oh, mind. Hell They're out of their mind. You better believe that someday I'm going to make somebody a lot of money, including myself. Now, that's the best. <laughs> to this day, I still hear Lamosa saying, hell no. Hey, Lamosa, give me, nah. come on, give me another one. Oh, give me another hell one. Nah. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I'm going to something. I just remember, like, MJ, I remember you telling us, like, if you guys do not get on TV, you're fired. So I was like, okay, I'm going to curse. I'm going to, you know, flip my middle finger, whatever I have to do to get us on television. I was not sure if um, was like, guaranteed it. So I'm like, well, let me show my ass because they'll definitely show this. They will definitely show this. So I was like, I don't want to lose my, you know, my internship. So 
let me just act up. And, oh, my God, we laughed so hard when we got on the elevator. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. That was fantastic. And I do remember putting some serious pressure on you guys. Because remember, you did. American American Idol was so freaking hot. This was season three. <laughs> and the exposure was just enormous to have a radio morning show pull a scam like this. And to make, I just, I saw all the potential here. And you guys pulled it off. And remember, this was like... You guys, I think, auditioned, and this was recorded, I think, in August, and we had to wait months and months. How, how yep. long did we January. wait? How, it was January. Wow. Yeah. We It was like August was the audition, and we had to wait September, October, November, December, like four and a half or five months to find out. And I'm like, oh, my God, come on, come on, let them make it, let them make it. And we... I, I just remember I freaked out. I'm like, oh, my God. They made I it. know. Because we had no idea. They had no idea that they had made it and they weren't going to be used on American Idol. We had to wait months and months and months to see if it made the broadcast. Let me play the end of this because then Ryan Seacrest comes back and says. <laughs> Biggest mistake ever. Well, not happy. So there it is. <laughs> uh, guys, that was like two minutes and 17 seconds of Network Fox Heyday American Idol Prime Time with Kristen and Lamosa pulling off this fake audition for the MJ Morning Show. I remember jumping on my couch. I was so excited. <laughs> I, it's like I, picture the excitement you would have with a winning lottery ticket. That's what I had for that minute. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" See, and and here we were all happy, and I get a phone call from my teacher mother with a list of people that she wanted right. me to call to tell them it was a joke because she was mortified. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, Thanks, Thanks for the you, support. I mean, you you got to keep in mind that again, this show was pulling like 30 million viewers a week. It was like the biggest thing on television. It was the number one show across all the networks and the cable proliferation with all the cable networks really hadn't taken off, you know, because that was what, what would we say, 2003 or 2004? 2003, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was yeah. 2003. Yep. Yeah. Let's go back, and what was the genesis? I'm trying to remember. The show was so hot, and I, I think I came up with the idea that we've got to somehow... Festa, what do you remember? Krista, what do you remember? It was season two. It was season two because nobody had scammed them yet, because the first episode, first season, nobody knew what to expect. And, we're, and MJ, you said... We've got to send in a ringer. We've got to send somebody in there. <laughs> and you guys were the right age because you couldn't. You had to be a certain age, right. you know, and, and act. And then we started trying to think of what kind of song. And, and then fl I think you thought of Flashdance, and we thought but about the tracksuit. You know why we came up with Flashdance? I think it was J-Lo that did a read. She did some song to that video. And so then we went with the original song because that's more memorable. So for seven hours driving, Lamosa and I listened to that song on repeat. Oh my god! And that, oh my god. I, that song's the worst. Driving, <laughs> driving from Tampa to Atlanta, and then Drove, there, yes. weren't there multiple days, multiple auditions? And when you went to the Georgia Dome, you guys were on the big floor, right? And they had different areas where you auditioned, and didn't they move you if you if you got past like the first round of producers, it was like uh, it was like a, a giant cattle call, and they would single a few people out, then move you to another group, and another group, and then other producers. How did that go? What do you remember? 
So I remember, yes, you're exactly right. So you're you're auditioning in front of 10,000 people. You're down on the ground. You know, everybody's watching. And you walk up with three, you know, there's three people that walk up to the table in front of a couple of producers. And if you end up making it, they send you one way. If you don't make it, they send, they clip your band and make you walk the other way. So you're done. So I remember going out there and the two other people that were standing next to me, you know, they belt their lungs out and gosh, they were so good. And I was really, really, really <laughs> embarrassed uh, to, to have to <laughs> do my thing because we all know I cannot sing. So I belted it out. And um, keep in mind that they were looking for the awesome, amazing singers, but they were also looking for really bad singers and there were really Mm -hmm. you know bad folks and yeah i mean i'm sure there were others that were trying to you know scam them but we were the biggest high profile a radio morning show one of the biggest radio morning shows in the country the mj morning show to be able to pull that off no one had done that until we actually did it didn't you have to go back a week or two what was yeah it was it was two or three weeks later and yeah, mm-hmm. we had to go back and meet up with them and do it in front of yeah. I went through three auditions. That was my third audition. By the time you finally see it on air, wow. wow. And Lamosa, what are your fondest memories of that? The whole process. I mean, had you come up with Hell No? Were you planning that, or was was that spontaneous? It was. It was primarily spontaneous. But like I said, I was. I was determined to get on television. Do you remember they followed us around for a while with a freestanding camera? And they kept following us and the elevator wouldn't come. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I had to, that's when I buried my head into your into your shoulder because I was dying laughing. And I was like, oh, come on, elevator. <laughs> it was oh. hilarious. It was so much fun, though. I, I, it was like a memory I'll never forget. I'll never forget that. Well, I can't because it's on the internet. So. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I anyway, thought it was going away. And I know I've got the video somewhere. And you know what uh-huh. also is on YouTube is we did that awful reenactment where – it was me, Simon Cowell, Fester was Paula Abdul, and uh, uh, Dana Raymer, the engineer, played Randy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got a cease and desist to take it off of our website. Now, we're talking about it every day. Oh, that's that's right. That's what happened. Right. Uh, Fox and uh, was it Fremantle or whatever the, the company, uh-huh. they hit us with a lawsuit threat and a cease and desist. Because we were making fun of how we scammed American Idol, and they threatened us, and we had to take the actual real video off our website, and that's why we came up with the reenactment. That's right. (laughs) And then we're like, okay, if we can't show the original, then we will just verbatim make our own. So I went to the store and bought a a queen-size bed sheet and spray-painted American Idol on it. Oh, it was awful. It, 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 it It was terrible. And that's on YouTube as well. If you on YouTube, if you search American Idol spoof, MJ Morning Show, this is the reenactment. Here's a little bit. Kristen Powell wanted fame, and she wanted it bad. And that's Froggy. That's Froggy <laughs> that's doing the, the the the, the uh, uh, Seacrest sounding voiceover. Hi. Whoa. <laughs> wow. And Fest is drinking like a forty of of uh, is that Schlitz malt liquor or? I'm a, I'm Isn't that old English I'm or something? Abdul or, drinking, or, or, eating stuff and donuts in your mouth. <laughs> Cold 45 or something. And, and I'm going to perform. You are ready. 
Yes, I'm very ready. You're shoving some donut in your face or whatever the hell that was. MJ... You just stripped off your pants. Why did you strip off your sweatshirt? I'm going to do a song from Flashdance. Why not make sense then? Make sense. <laughs> Verbatim. Verbatim. You just took on like some kind of Patreon and you're smashing it in your face. Now, MJ's wearing a black wig so he can look like Simon Cowell. That's right. And he took his role so seriously. He did. Look at the video. He MJ's did. so serious. He's so in the character. <laughs> you go. How do you know what Fester's know. saying? I lost 80 pounds and I'm ready to. You can start whatever you're ready. <laughs> this... All right. <clears throat> Folks, you got to look this up. Search uh, American Idol spoof MJ Morning Show on YouTube. I can't have it all no uh, And then there's a cutaway of you like downing. You've got you're like guzzling this uh, Colt forty five forty. Anyway, it goes through uh, the song and she does the song. And then uh, this is the very end where we critique her. That was not serious. Look me in the eye and tell me that was serious. I swear to you that was serious. Swear on your life. I swear on my life, and I never swear on my life. That was serious. Honest. Honest to goodness. Oh, God. I wish you hadn't said that. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, MJ was dead on. Oh, oh. Well, like British accent wasn't that now, great. We, but... we can take all these clips and put it like at MJMorningShow.com, or you can put it on your certified Todd Schnitt Instagram page or something, right? Just so people can dig it up again. Let's go to YouTube. That's easy. So for the original one, here's what you search. Type in American Idol, a flash dance audition. That's for the original. And then for our awful spoof, just search American Idol spoof MJ Morning Show. So that's how you get it. All right, Kristen, what are you? are 40 years old now. What yep. are you doing? What do you do for a living? I actually clean shoes at a bowling alley. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. You, sp you spray the disinfectant in there? I do. I do. Kristen, seriously, what do you do for a living these days? I'm a learning consultant for a bank. It's really riveting work. Hold on. What kind of a consultant? A learning consultant. What the hell does a learning consultant do for a bank? What does that mean? I'm not sure, but they pay me and I show up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I think everybody in the world takes online training for work, whether it's regulations or right. you come in and you have a new system. So we have that for this bank globally. And there's only one other person and myself that service the whole of the bank. And um, when the course breaks, we fix it. Okay. All right. So what you're telling me is interning for the MJ Morning Show for a number of years was a lot more fun. Uh, no duh. No duh. That is the uh, <laughs> most profound thing I've heard on this entire podcast. And Lamosa, what are you doing all these years later? Oh wow! So I'm um I'm, I moved to DC because I got a radio job here and I worked in radio for um a couple of stations here for about six years. And once the contract didn't renew, I was like, mm, yeah, I got to get a regular job. So I'm a federal employee for the federal government. Uh, I work for the General Services Administration at the FDA White Oak campus. So I manage three buildings on that campus, and it's not as fun as my internship was, but hey, it pays pretty good. As a federal employee, do you have a picture of President Trump on the wall? In every federal building, you have to have 
a picture of the president and the vice president. Yes. Really? Yep. That sounds boring as hell, both of your jobs. Yep. <laughs> I, I know. So boring. I thought an RV salesman was terrible. You guys have me beat. <laughs> it's a long yeah. way away from the crap that we did and the fun we had doing the MJ Morning Show. Kristen, great to see you. Lamosa, great to talk to you. And next time I'm up in the D.C. area or uh, Northern Virginia, I'll give you a holler and let's let's go grab a bite or something. I would love it. I'd, lo- I'd love to see your kids. I can't believe they're like almost adults. That's crazy to me. Uh, Lamosa, thanks for making time. Kristen, thanks for making time. And we'll see you guys soon. No problem. Take care. Great seeing you. Oh, Fester, that was great. I love those two. Two of my my favorite people ever, Kristen and Lamosa. Got a couple of emails I want to read. I have a ton of email. We're not going to get to the whole pile. It'll take episodes and episodes. Love getting the email. I try to respond to every single email I get, and I'll read some of the emails here on the show. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. That's the email address. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. And, of course, you can also just email me or the address is on MJMorningShow.com. And, of course, MJMorningShow.com has you know, any messages, information about the podcast, and then all of the links and all of the platforms in which to listen, download, and subscribe to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Of course, we are every week now. So every single week a new episode, and listen, there's a chance that we go multiple times a week, and there's even a scenario, folks, where we're kicking around going live for a couple of hours every single morning. Can you imagine streaming us in the morning? I mean, really, these days with with digital content, who, who cares if you turn on an FM radio in your car or whether you just stream us over your smartphone while driving? I mean, so there's a, a possibility, there's a chance. We're talking about it of launching the MJ Morning Show as a daily show, maybe two hours a morning, uh, what, 6 to 8 a.m. or maybe 7 to 9 a.m., something to that effect. And there's certainly a model there that could work because when it comes to content, we've got plenty. Some email. Love this. Fester, do you remember you talked about the potlucks? Yes, at work. The worst day of the year. Oh, disgusting. Quickly, take 30 seconds and talk about the episode where we talked about potluck at your RV place where you work. I think it was the Thanksgiving episode where they asked everybody to bring in something for a potluck dinner or lunch. And I was like, disgusting, because you don't know who makes what. And if I don't like this person in a cleanliness capacity, I don't want to eat their crap. I don't want to eat well, the brownie from the cat lady. You know, I just always wondered, you know, what happens at their house? What is the cleanliness of their kitchen? Are they, like, naked when they're cooking the food they're about to bring to the office the next day for the holiday potluck? Are hairs falling in from their Ugh. chest? Or You know, oh. I mean, it's, all right. anyway, in that vein, you got to hear this. True story. This comes from Jay Jones. Actually, Jay, J-A-Y. Jay Jones in St. Cloud, Florida, and he loves the new podcast, and he writes, true story, I worked with a lady for years, I will call her Yvonne, at all the company potlucks, she would bring dishes, and we would devour them. Again, this is for years, in all caps. At some point, her niece started working in the same office. I will call her Shelly. The first potluck we had, Shelly said, Whatever you do, 
in all caps, do not eat Yvonne's food. <laughs> she is your proverbial cat lady, has 10 to 12 cats running around her house oh. at all times. They are in the kitchen. They're on the kitchen counter. They're taking samples of whatever Yvonne is cooking. I about lost it. For years, we were devouring this lady's potluck offerings that were probably taste-tested by all of her cats. From that point on, I came to detest potlucks in general, unless I personally knew the person who brought the food. Awful. I believe that it should be law that every potluck dish should have a label with the name of the dish along with the name of who provided it. Love the podcast, guys. Again, Jay. That's exactly why I feel this way about potlucks. That he has personified my fears at the potluck dinner. Christy Robinson headline or the subject line knocking it out of the park exclamation point. No response necessary. Just wanted to let you know I can hardly wait for the podcast each week. Great job and keep up the great work. And I've been talking about advertisers and yeah, we're going to start uh, taking some advertising. Uh, I have a list of folks that are interested in advertising on the podcast. If you are a major company or maybe even a small company like I'm about to read, if you're interested in advertising on the MJ Morning Show podcast, just get a hold of me, MJ at MJMorningShow.com. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. I got an email from Josh this week. Advertising on the podcast. Hey, MJ, I'm a longtime listener and wanted to see how much it would cost to advertise my excavation and demolition business. That's right. That's where it yeah, starts. It's a local business, so I'm not exactly sure how productive it would be, but I'm curious as to what it would cost to make it on the podcast. Josh Graber from Graber Excavating, and it's a 941 area code, so I'm guessing he's uh, at Bradenton or Sarasota. Josh, let me tell you about our $25 a week package, where we give you 16 commercials for $25. Oh, boy. I've got a ton more email, but we're running out of time. I don't want to make these podcasts too long. Although, people are asking for like two and four hour podcasts. Here's the thing, MJ. Honestly, this is the thing about podcasts. There's no such thing as a podcast that's too long. It's just got to be interesting. And I think we do that pretty freaking well. All right, folks, you want to get a hold of us. MJ at MJMorningShow.com is the email address. Of course, the website is MJMorningShow.com. That's MJMorningShow.com. And leave us a message or send us a text. The MJ Morning Show podcast hotline is 813-467-6290. 813-467-6290. Nine zero. Episode 10, In the Can. We'll see you next week, folks, for episode number 11. The MJ Morning Show. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. 
Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. 